Hello and welcome to Tradie Business School, the podcast where we have real conversations and a whole lot of fun along the way. We love to talk about how you can create a trade or contracting business that is profitable, that's systemized and that can work without you. I am joined by the phenomenal Anthony Vizari today. How are you today? Miranda, I'm awesome. How are you going? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to have you here today. Uh, we haven't had a chat like this before on one of the podcasts, so really exciting for this to be our first podcast episode on Trading Business School together. We're going to be talking today about how to know when to say no. Here we go. How to know when to say no. It's a, it's a great title. It's a great topic. Um, pumped to be here to, to share the message. Um, I think it's really important as well that, you know, you know, the audience that consumes this podcast, business owners, people transitioning into business, sole traders, people running large companies, um, you get to a stage like in your business, as you know, Miranda, and, you know, you have a lot of work coming in and you need to understand what's going to be the most profitable jobs moving forward. And I see this all the time, especially in, in kind of the role I'm in and in the position within the game changers is... We got a lot of business owners coming in, but they don't know when to say no to a client, which we're going to discuss today, what impact that actually has on the business, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's becoming more and more common. I'm certainly noticing it within our clients at the moment, noticing it in um, in our Facebook group. So if you're listening to this and you haven't joined the free Facebook group, Tradies and General Contractors Global, jump on in there. There's loads of free content. What I am noticing definitely is that um, most businesses have almost too much work at the moment. And if that's not you, stick with us because this conversation is still relevant. There's going to be a lot of um, you know interesting stuff in here because at some stage you are going to need to say no or feel like you need to say no. What we are noticing, though, is that many, many businesses have more work than they can possibly deliver on. Uh, they are booked out for weeks in advance and they are feeling the pressure to say yes to everybody. Um, what it's meaning is that they are saying, potentially saying yes to too much work. Um, they may be saying yes to poor quality clients and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, saying yes to those those clients that sort of, I mean, who's, who's had a tire clicker, tire clicker, tire kicker client? And if you're out there listening, um, you might be going, yeah, yep, yeah, had one of those before in my time. Um, and, you know, there's a whole lot of different problems that surface when we say yes to anything and every job that comes along. Anthony, what sort of, um, what sort of problems do you notice uh, pop up with some of these clients when the clients that are the are the ones that maybe we should say no to. Yeah, I think it's really important we identify the problem because most business owners don't actually understand what the problem is. But like you said, Miranda, like I'm speaking to clients all the time and business owners, different sizes, booked out, not just weeks in advance. This day and age where we're at today, months in advance. Spoke to a client the other day, it's booked out like 19 months in advance. 19 months in advance, booked out but the business still isn't where it needs to be. Like if you're booked out 19 months in advance and your business is not profitable, like something's really wrong. We're, we're attracting the wrong type of clients. But when we look at the, the problems, the biggest problem I see for, for I guess, what's, what's fueling that decision not to say no and saying yes to everybody is just fear of letting people down, right? It's, it's this fear of if I, if I say no and if I turn that job down, even though I don't have the crew, I don't have the resources, I don't have you know, the resourcefulness to be able to fulfill that, I'm going to be letting that person down and potentially losing that to a competitor, 
right? Major problem. Um, another problem I would say is 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 the fear of, I guess, having the having the business, um, you know, not fueling itself with more jobs coming in. It's just this fear of, do I have enough jobs coming through? And I think that's a a symptom of not actually understanding your pipeline and not having your scheduling and your tracking and your job tracking in place, where if you're actually booked down, if you sit down and you're booked out 18 months in advance, does it really matter if we say no to that job? Mm-mm. You know, and even if you're not booked out 18 months in advance, even if you've got like a couple of weeks um, coming in or, or you know that you're getting a lot of inquiries every day, you know, you'll know you're that person because your phone's ringing off the hook all the time, you're getting loads of email inquiries um, and you, you're kind of like looking at your phone going, really, please stop ringing because I'm trying to get the job done. Um, and you're so right, Anthony, fear of letting people down, fear of losing clients. It's like if I say no to this client, what happens if tomorrow my leads dry up? So linking into your your mentioning before about a pipeline, you know, pipeline being a, a I guess, a, a, a pipeline of um, um, inquiries and leads and clients, you haven't yet converted to being um, a, a client yet. Uh, and so once you've got your marketing on point and you've got your sales conversations on point and you know who it is that you want to say yes to and who it is you want to say no to you can create that more consistent lead flow which will give you confidence that you can say no to these ones and yes to these ones um so it's kind of like a filtering process isn't it anthony Absolutely. I like to I like to describe that as you've got your class A, your class B, your class C, and your, your class D clients. And as a business owner, you need you need to have a crystal clear understanding of what avatar is 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 put in each each different phase. Because if you don't know what your class A and B clients are, then you're constantly going to be attracting clients that are class C and D because you're not setting the right ex- expectations and you don't have a clear client avatar, that's going to flow over to your marketing because then we don't know how to market to attract more of our ideal clients and our ideal client avatars. So it's really important we have a good understanding of, of who do we want to serve, what are the type of jobs you want to serve, what's the profit on every single job we want to make, and, and, and what size of job can we actually handle right now given the crew size and given the other jobs that we've got within our schedule. If we don't understand all of this, you're just going to be creating pipeline issues and you can end up working jobs where you're actually losing money, which we see far too often, don't we, Miranda? Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the keys that you mentioned there was, um, I think you mentioned it, I'm replaying it in my head. Did you mention it, knowing your numbers? There we go. If he didn't mention it, you're listening, I'm right, he did mention it. Anyway, is knowing your numbers, knowing your numbers, which is knowing um, which jobs will bring you in the most profit, where the highest margins are. When you start breaking as you knowing your costs, you know your labor costs, you know the cost of delivering that job. And you're very, very clear on all of those numbers. So I think many business owners intuitively know where they're making the most profit, but many don't because um, what they'll do is look in their bank account and go, well, I've got revenue there. I've got money in my accounts, so therefore I must be making money. Now, uh, there is an amazing tool that I'd recommend that everyone listening to this um, downloads. It's completely free, very, very powerful, uh, and it's called the Profitable Pricing Calculator. So if you've not got your hands on that yet, then uh, I would recommend you jump into the Tradies and General Contractors Global free group. Uh, it is in there as a resource. 
Um, put it in there. If you can't find it, put your name in there and go, hey, could someone give me the profitable pricing calculator? Put a comment in there, something like that, and we will make sure we get that to you. What that does is help you to uh, know how to quote profitably on every single job. Really, really important. I'd thoroughly recommend you get that. So that's the key to knowing your numbers. So you're knowing whether that job's profitable, which is one of the ways, uh, as we said before, you can filter those clients so you know who to say no to and who to say yes to. Um, so there's a couple of fears we talked about, fear of letting people down and fear of losing clients. Yeah. Um, there's that feeling that if I've got to say yes to all the work to make money, um, you know, yeah. have you have you ever heard, Anthony, when people think I say, say something like, I feel really rude if I say no? Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. I hear it all the time. It's if I say no, they've been a client for a long time, I just feel rude. I need to say yes. Even though it's it doesn't serve you, you don't have the capacity, you don't have the crew, and this this is this is a it's a mindset thing. At the end of the day, Miranda, it's a mindset thing. It's this fear of saying no to others, but who are we actually saying no to? If you're not saying no to somebody else, you're saying no to yourself, your ability to grow your business, your ability to make profit, and you're saying no to your team. You know, stretching them too thin, which is going to diminish the quality of work, and then and then it really comes back to saying no to the client you said yes to in the first place because mm-hmm. then your team it does a full circle right if your team is spread too thin you say you, you know you say yes to a job the job gets spread out far too long and then it comes back and impacts your relationship to begin with with the person you didn't want to impact the relationship with which was the client so it's that it, it does that full circle but i don't think a lot of business owners and it's not their fault but it's their responsibility to fix it. I don't think they look at the consequences of of saying yes to everybody and not actually saying no. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that though, Miranda? Yeah, you know, what's coming up is sort of short-term versus long-term thinking. So it's like in this moment, um, I need to say yes because I'm worried about, um, you know, all of the things we've discussed already. So it's that short-term thinking of I say yes to this. However, longer term, can your business fully deliver on the commitments and what is that doing for your brand what is that doing for your reputation what's it doing in terms of your ability to create referrals even you know things like google reviews all of those things that will help build your reputation um, and start bringing those um, bringing those leads in and positioning yourself as um, a, a business that uh, people want to transact with, that people, you know, people start talking about you, that word of mouth, which is one of the most powerful ways that we can get business. Um, so it's that short-term thinking, yet longer-term, um, yeah, we must be able to deliver on our commitments fully to do that. And we also want to keep our people happy, to keep our people motivated and ourselves motivated. So if we shift the mindset conversation to what happens um, internally within us, I think there's also quite a quite an impact on what saying yes to everybody does, um, in that it puts us under, I guess, a, a sense of internal stress. We know, you know, suddenly your hours get very long because you've said yes to everybody. There often chaos will ensue um, where things like the essential paperwork, the following through without proper systems in place, then all of these things start uh, falling through. 
So if your business doesn't have the structures, the systems, the people um, and the numbers in place to be able to support saying yes to everybody, then I, then it's worth thinking about, well, it's not worth thinking about, I definitely say do it. I start saying no, really thinking about who to say no to. Um, yeah. I think I think Miranda, this is where a lot of business owners get it wrong as well, is because we, we, you know, here at the Game Changers, we have two type of business owners that we work with. We have those that are in startup mode or transitioning; they're sole traders. They're looking at potentially growing a team or just getting to their first thirty k months and staying there. And then the other end, if someone that's already at their first couple million or first million, looking to scale up, systemize and get off the tools. So we're very clear on you know who we work with. I think the biggest issue is we see business owners coming in at the startup phase, right? Like transitioning, sole trader, saying yes to every job, not saying no. And then what they do is they start hiring people into that system. So the business is already chaotic. They're already working a lot of hours. They're working with tire kickers. The jobs they're taking on are not profitable. Um, they've got you know fussy clients, clients that aren't paying invoices, questioning every agreement they send out. People you don't want to be doing business with at the end of the day because it's going to affect you. And then what we see them do is start hiring people and throwing in more jobs into that. And all you're doing there is you're filling up a leaky bucket with more water. You're scaling up chaos. It's not actually scalable to the point where your team gets way too big. Revenue might be good, but you're not making any money and your overheads are through the roof. And we see this all the time. And that's one of the reasons why they end up coming to us. If we can help, we tell them we can help. But sometimes, Miranda, it's it's too out of control. They leave it too late. There's there's not much, you know, there's not much that can be done about it. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yep, right, I need I need to think about saying no and you're wondering, God, how do I do this? There's a couple of steps that I would recommend. Um, one is know who your, um, you heard Anthony use the word avatar before, your ideal client is. Know who your ideal client is that you would like to say yes to. So your yes clients, your A's and your B's, yeah, whoever they may be. So know who they are, define who they are and think about who they are. Then work out how you can qualify your client, uh, so the leads when they come in or you get that phone call um, to ask if you can do a job. Maybe have a list of, you know, two or three, you know, three to five questions that you ask immediately um, of those leads that help qualify whether or not they fit your ideal client or not. Then have a plan, have, have, have a plan in place where you've got a couple of sentences scripted and ready to go to let them know that they are not um, that you know that you're not going to take the conversation any further <coughs> excuse me so to think through those things planning and having these conversations planned in advance will get you past that initial awkwardness of saying no for those of you that are running the well it's rude to say no story it's a very deeply ingrained one so if you plan your way around that uh, then you will be um, in a really good position. What it will enable you to as well do as well do do as well is to uh, train maybe your if you've got admin staff or customer service people answering the phones um, to be able to hold those conversations and think about how they can qualify and filter those inquiries as as yes or no clients when they come in. Really powerful uh, things that you can you can do. Anthony, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to the conversation today? I think that just leave on that note, Ran. I think that the biggest thing is, it all links back to mindset at the end of the day, is how you're thinking about your business. And I really think it just comes down to the scarcity versus abundance mindset. Mm. Right. If, if you've got, like, look, look at your pipeline right now. If you're turning away work, if you've got all this work, 
and we're still we're still struggling to say no to clients and we're still accepting it knowing we can't fulfill it like where, where's your mindset are you, are you making decisions based on a place of scarcity or based on a place of abundance so at the end of the day you know you 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 are good in terms of your business you've got the pipeline you've got the jobs coming through it's your responsibility to make sure that every single job you're saying yes to it's going to be profitable for you your family your team and your staff you got to come from a place of abundance right like mm-hmm. those those clients they need you it's not the other way around especially you know for a lot of business owners and if you're not at that stage just yet start training yourself to, to be like that because you will get busy once you start implementing marketing sales tactics um go through the go through the facebook group like like you said we release so many free strategies um you know every single week we go live in the group as well mm-hmm. so even if you're applying that you, you're going to start getting jobs but you know, it's it's better. The, the smaller you are, the quicker you can implement because we don't have bad habits, bad mindsets, or bad clients to change. So if you're early on, get it right from the start. That's probably my mm. my biggest advice. I love that scarcity versus abundance mindset. There are more than enough clients out there for everybody. And if you come from a position of believing that there isn't, then there won't be for you. Uh, if you believe there is, and it's simply your job to uh, think very clearly and connect with them to serve them and come from that place of abundance and that there is enough out there, uh, things will change fairly rapidly for you. Um, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole of, of scarcity versus abundance any further though today. I think we've covered enough there. So have a think about it. Have a think about um, the clients that you're going to say yes to, the clients you're going to say no to and how to filter those out. If you want to get a copy of of the profitable pricing calculator jump on into the facebook group tradies and general contractors global uh, and and we'll find we'll make sure we'll get a copy of it for you in there thank you so much for joining the conversation today anthony i've had a ball it's always great to uh, have somebody on on the uh, podcast my pleasure miranda it's great being here i think it was a great discussion um, and yeah looking forward to the next one yeah absolutely there'll be more to come so thanks for tuning in everybody uh, love you being here Uh, We will see you again on uh, another episode soon. Have an amazing morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Bye for now. Bye for now. 